You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with John Bargetto of Bargetto Wines. Thank you for joining me, John. Thank you, Rick. John, give me a little bit of history uh, of Bargetto Wines. How long have you been uh, creating wine in Santa Cruz? Well, my family's been in the wine business in this region all the way back to 1890. So we're, uh, we're, we're close to 120 years. That's and, a long time. And I'm part of the fourth generation that continues the, the family tradition here in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Well, tell us a little bit about your location and how has it changed over the years? It's changed a lot. Um, for the last 75 years, we've been in the same spot in SoCal, California, right right along the, uh, the SoCal Creek. It's where my grandfather and uh, his brother started the winery on Repeal Day, December 5, 1933. And they were Italian immigrants. They came here, as many immigrants did, with no money, no language, just the dream and hope. Uh, but they knew the wine business uh, in Italy, and that, that's what they brought. Their father had come here in 1890 before them and got involved with the wine business uh, uh, in the Santa Cruz Mountains before them. But he, the father returned, but, but they stayed here. And they brought their Italian wives with them. And, um, you know, back then it was mainly red wine that was sold. Um, uh, little by little, they upgraded the quality and continued to seek out uh, vineyards in the Santa Cruz Mountains, where they would draw their their grapes from and make wine into. Most of the wines were sold locally then, in barrels or in gallon jugs. Uh, in contrast, today, you know, wine business is very competitive. We compete with wineries around the world. And so today we ship our wines, uh, you know, in most of the U.S. states, a, f- a few uh, exporting nations we have uh, customers in. Um but um, still, today, the Santa Cruz County is our base, and it's our you know, strongest market in the whole country. You mentioned that you started out brewing red wines, but I believe now you're, you're obviously doing some white wines. And tell us a little bit about uh, this uh, tasting that's coming up at uh, Capitola Book Cafe. Yes, and of course, you know, through, through the years, we've shifted. And as um, back in the early days, there was a lot of immigrants that drank wine, a lot of Italian immigrants and Croatians and French, you know, and, and red wine was the thing of the day. Uh, today, people enjoy red wine quite a bit for its health benefits and other reasons, and white wines, too. So today, we produce Chardonnay. Pinot Grigio is our best-selling white wine, but we produce nice uh, Pinot Noir and Merlot uh, as well. Tell us a little bit about Pinot Grigio. My wife really likes that wine. So <laughs> I'm curious, uh, what is it about that wine that's so popular? Well, it's a funny little story, and I'll try to keep it brief. Um, I'm the wine grower in the family, and when I got our estate vineyard going in Coralitos, uh, we wanted to do some experimentation with Italian varietals, and we planted some Italian reds that developed into our Levita blend wine. But I said, well, we need an Italian white and I wasn't that enthralled with the Italian whites. I said, well, Pinot Grigio, let's give it a try. And back then, in the whole state of California, this is back in 1995, there were 66 acres of Pinot Grigio. I said, all right, I'm going to plant two and a half acres. That's how much land I have available. I said, we'll just have a little fun with it. Little did I know that 10 years later, it would become our best-selling wine, and it's grown. It's grown in interest across the country. It's grown with our particular wine. 
and it's a nice, light, fruity um, wine that, that people really enjoy. It's uh, Some people would call it an antidote to Chardonnay. Uh, it is a different style. It doesn't have oak on it. And um, it's, it's a nice appetizer wine. It's a wine of refreshment. And it um, seems to be appreciated by, by many, many people. And could you talk about, um, you guys have a tasting room, uh, but I think it's really interesting that you're kind of branching out and reaching out uh, to, to the bookstores here. And I think that's good mm-hmm. for the bookstores as well. Could you talk about I'm, that? I'm happy to, sim- yes. And um, this is? we actually have two tasting rooms. Our central one is the one that's at the winery, and we've had it since the early 1960s and it overlooks Soquel Creek. And uh, it's a nice experience for people who want to come and try wine in a very low-key, non-intimidating way. And we've welcomed guests there for you know, over 40 years. And then we also have a taste room down in Monterey on Canary Row. It's a very nationally kind of a tourist area, so you get the, kind of the whole country uh, stumbling upon you. And that's interesting for us, and it allows us to develop customers across the country. But to the event, um, I've never done a wine tasting at Capitola Book um, Cafe, and uh, my local sales guy says they needed someone. I said, all right, Bob, uh, I'll do it myself. And uh, I know in addition to selling books, they have a little cafe there, and they serve wine, and they serve some of our wine, including Pinot Grigio, as you, as you mentioned. And so on a Sunday afternoon, a week from tomorrow, um, they, and I understand a little of the context, because I talked to the owner the other day, and I know as an independent bookstore, they're struggling a little bit. And, you know, with a little bit of imagination, you could see why, that, you know, they have big chains that they have to fight against. Um, and also a lot of people buy books online. Um, and so they're competing against those, um, that situation, that, that, that market situation. Um, we believe in independent businesses, and they're an independent business. We're an independent business in a very competitive way, in a very competitive market. And um, I, I like their strategy. So they're trying to reach out to the community. Um, and in this case, you know, on, on that particular day, they're reaching out to Bargetto Winery. Uh, we've been part of the community for a long time, as has Capitola Book Cafe. And um, so in a very kind of informal way, uh, we're going to go there. We're going to pour one of our wines, Pinot Grigio, the one that they, they sell. And they're going to give me a little chance to talk about our winery history, uh, talk about wine a bit, and just kind of have a nice, um, low-key and relaxing experience. My thinking is people who read books, people who buy books, oftentimes are the same people who enjoy wine and buy wine. So there's a natural little uh, um, support there, you know, a symbiotic relationship, if you will, between their business and our business. Um, so that, that's kind of the framework. Now, if we're drinking Pinot Grigio uh, with food, what kind of food would we have it with? Um, well, again, I would go back to even the Pinot Grigio by itself, and then, then we'll get to the food in a moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we forget about wine as refreshment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come home, you're tired from work or school, well, if, <laughs> assuming you're of age, you're college student, you're above 21, let's say. And in the 1950s, maybe you'd have a cocktail. You'd have vodka or gin or something, you know? Wine these days has really captured the American diet and spirit and, and enjoyment. And I have a glass of wine. It could be you with your wife, you know, and you sit down and you have a glass of wine by itself, and Pinot Grigio kind of fits that bill, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
as far as food goes, it makes a nice lunch wine. You could have it with a sandwich. You could have it with uh, some cheese. You could have it with a little pasta. I wouldn't think of it with a, with a heavy pasta dish, but with a lighter pasta dish. Uh, you could have it with a piece of uh, tilapia, um, you know, a, a piece of sole fish. I think it would go very nicely, and it would complement. It wouldn't dominate the food, but it would blend very nicely with it. I've been speaking with John Bargetto. He's the owner of Bargetto Wineries. They'll be having an event at Capitola Book Cafe. Thank you for joining me, John. Well, thank you, Rick. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.